Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Mental Health Casual Podcast. I'm your host, Lucky, and today we're going over to the addiction subreddit. But before we get into that, if any of you guys are new here, first off, welcome. This is basically what I do. I just go to different uh, subreddits that have anything to do with mental health and try and uh, give some generalized advice and try and learn something new. But I'm I'm by no means a professional, so feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. Hopefully you guys are having a fantastic Thursday so far. I'm getting better at figuring out what day that I'm I'm talking about. Uh, For those of you that are new here, I basically record these uh, the day before they release now, just because ever since I started my full-time job, uh, I've had to do these like right when I get home or after I eat dinner um, and we just had wing stop. So I'm a little out of it. I'll be real with you. Be real with you. I'm a little out of it. I also uh, got some Jack in the Box tacos on the side because why not? <laughs> why the heck not? Anyway, um, one of the things that uh, that I've noticed a lot of when we talk about like addiction or other things, sorry if, I, if you can hear my family, they're going a little crazy in the living room. But um, when we talk about uh when we talk about addiction, I think one of the biggest things um, that I actually address in my video that should be coming out uh, either today or tomorrow, I'm not completely sure, but uh, one of the things I notice about like addiction that um, that I've noticed within me is that I need to stay busy. Um, and during the pandemic, I was just, you know, I was kind of like glued to editing because it kept me busy. But then after a while, I think... You know, after two years of just strict like editing of multiple hours a day, it really does start to wear on you a little bit. So I think after that happened, that's when I started looking for the full time job. And now it's kind of revitalized my going back into editing. But one thing that I've noticed since I've gone to uh, start, you know, started working is that now that I have, uh, you know, something to do. Uh, something productive you know i just got my first paycheck the other day and it felt really good to just see money flowing into my account instead of just one worrying about the money falling out right um and you know i i've just been really uh really really blessed to to have these things but um at the same time i i know that there are a lot of people who aren't i know that there are a lot of people who deal with you know not doing anything um and then getting up into trouble you know that's uh that's the biggest problem about addiction is the minute you start to get bored it seems like boredom is like the thing that really starts to take hold uh in an addiction and so um be really careful about that if you can just try you know if you need to like let's say you're retired or something like that right um i don't know how many people listen to this who are retired but if you are retired maybe try volunteering try um doing a garden or something like that um you know anything to kind of keep yourself busy throughout the you know i mean my my grandparents really like to uh do rving um is that is that a a word they like to go out and rv whatever uh they like to travel a lot and you know they could they could afford that you know um uh if you are out of work right now or you're working from home try and find some other things to do that get you outside of the home i mean I'll be real with you, like getting outside of the home has really, really helped me. And also, you know, since I spend a lot of the time, you know, that I I did in my room editing, um, it was harder for me to go to sleep because it was like, try try going to sleep in your, like, let's say you you work in a cubicle or an office, something like that. Imagine trying to go to sleep in that place. It'd be kind of hard. I mean, granted, if you were tired enough, you would be able to, but there is like something about it. So um, anyway, why don't we go into the first post here? Um, that seems pretty uh, self-explanatory, but I'll read it anyway. 
I get angry if I don't get drunk at least twice a week. Is this a problem? I'm in my early 20s and got plastered on Friday. It's Wednesday, and now I'm a bit irritated that I haven't gotten plastered again. In general, I've noticed I get irritable if I don't get drunk at least twice a week. And when I go on a spree without drinking, I have an urge to get drunk. It doesn't really matter where. It can be happy hour with friends, charity event, etc. Should I be concerned about this? I've used drugs in the past. It wasn't an addiction in terms of quantity, but I have had at least three instances I considered going to the hospital. That hasn't happened in a few years. My cousin, uncle, grandpa, and aunt also are, are also all alcoholics on the same side of the family. Um, so that that's the biggest red flag right there is family history. Um, once the family history thing starts to set in, um, that's, uh, that can show you a lot. Um, one way that I knew that I, one of the biggest things that showed me that I had to quit what I was doing was watching what it, watching like what happened to some of my family. Right. Um, because listen, Samoans have a very addictive personality, right? When we get into something, we get into it, right? Church, sports, food, 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 um, drinking, right? Drinking is a big one. Um, and then unfortunately some of them get into harder drugs, which my dad got into cocaine. Um, and you know, and some of the other, uh, some of the other, you know, he, he was very, I don't know if I'd say like influential, but there were other people that looked up to him. So um, I think that kind of uh, translated, I suppose, or kind of, uh, you know, was the gateway to some of my other um, relatives getting into it. But either way, um, once you find family are, um, are addicts as well, it's definitely a good sign. It's de sorry. It's definitely a, a good sign that you you may have alcoholic qualities. So you might want to be, or sorry, addictive qualities. So you want to be careful with any any kind of addictive substance, um, especially something like alcohol. Especially if you know people, if you if your family, if that's their drug of choice, right? Um, I thought that I could get away from that by using uh, weed, but uh, my that was also my dad's drug of choice, but. Um, I don't think that was exactly why I think it was just because I was, you know, I was so I just wanted to be okay with being mediocre in life. And so uh, we by the way, that's I shouldn't I should I should be clear here. I'm not saying everybody who smokes weed is okay with being mediocre. I'm just saying that was what I used it for. Right. It's all about really intent. If you think about it, addiction. Uh, sorry, substances are all about what your intention is. Right. If your intention is to get blacked out drunk maybe like every single time you you drink that's probably not a good sign but if your intention is to celebrate have a couple of beers whatever um you know get a little tipsy here and there i don't really see too much of a problem with it for the most part um but yeah like i said it's all about it intention and listen i had this problem too where i would feel almost like unfulfilled if i didn't get drunk you know at least, uh, you know, once over the weekend or something like that, I would, f and that was the problem was I, I had actually quit. Okay. Well, this isn't exactly, I, I don't really regret it or anything like that, but I did quit, uh, D and D, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, because I just wanted to get out and go, go out and get plastered, but they, they wanted to meet every Saturday. I was like, Oh, every, ugh, every Saturday, come on, dude. Uh, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta go out and do karaoke and all that other stuff. So, um, yeah, for me, I had this problem, and I think it definitely shows that you're you're having uh, some addictive qualities. But I would say the biggest thing is the family history, man. The family history, 
it says a lot. It, it really does. So be really careful with that. That's why, like, when we talk about like Irish people, um, you know, obviously that's like kind of a stereotype. But at the same time, you know, you might want to be careful if you do have like that Irish, uh, you know, fa- family going on, and then you 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 happen to know, you know, uncles or anything like that, or your dad or your mom that have become an alcoholic or anything like that. Um, that that can be a really good sign, and it's very unfortunate to say this, but to a certain degree, the our ancestors uh, pave the way for us, and to a certain degree, their sacrifice becomes uh, can sorry can become um, a kind of a guide for us for the future. Only if we decide to take that guide, only if we accept uh, that they are guiding us. So that's that's really important as well. Uh, let's go to the next post here. Um, money problems. This is an interesting one. I'm addicted to money. I have realized pretty recently it rules my whole life. A majority of my decisions are made with money as the main focus. This is starting to affect my relationships and overall happiness. I wish I could change it and not be like this. It's hard to enjoy anything at all when the thought of spending makes me sick to my stomach and in a horrible mood. Not to mention I have so much in my savings I couldn't spend it even if I tried. Not meant to look toot my horn. Just don't understand my mindset. Has anyone experienced this looking for support because it causes more issues? This this is fascinating. I've had had similar problems. Um, I kind of got over that over the pandemic because I was living off of my savings. But I, I know exactly what this person is talking about. A lot of times there are, there, there's almost, the, and I'm, I'm going to be fair here. I'd say this is an okay addiction. However, the problem would be, what are the consequences? And if the consequences are your relationships, then I would first off ask why that is. Meaning, what what is it that's causing um, your relationships to uh, to fall apart? Is money the main factor or is it something else, right? Um, Because I'm just curious about how, I mean, listen, money can definitely break a relationship, but I'm wondering about what, what was it that like, was it specifically the money? Was it um, the fact that you didn't want to go anywhere to spend money? You know, there, there are a couple other things that could be in there, but I'm not completely sure. Uh, But yeah, I've had a bit, a little bit of this. I've had a little bit of this. Like I said, I kind of got over it over the pandemic because I was just bleeding through my savings. Um, but I'll be really, and by the way, I don't want to belittle this as an addiction or anything like that. Um, if anything, it just sounds like you're very frugal. Um, it sounds like, uh, but it does sound like you need to let loose a little bit. It does sound like you need to, uh, here's what I would do. So instead of splurging, right, like, like spending a bunch of money, cause that can really affect you, right? If you're, if you're really, uh, if you're feeling so much suffering from, from, um, uh, what you call it from uh, from even like taking anything out of your savings or out of your your spendings, right? Um, what I would do is to maybe do try something good. So and then do start very slow. So uh, let's say you want to give fifteen dollars to a charity a month, something like that, right? What is that? Uh, fifteen dollars, hundred, a little bit over one hundred eighty dollars a year, something like that. I could be wrong about that. Uh, but either way, right? That's one hundred eighty dollars a year. Start with something small that you, meaning like start with something like that you can give to that will put a little bit of stress on your bank account because uh, it doesn't sound like there is any. Um, and then maybe you could start um, doing things like, uh, okay, today instead of just simply spending, why don't we go uh, out to eat, right? 
doesn't have to be a fancy place. Could be McDonald's. Could be something like that. Uh, so, subtle. So, uh, this kind of is based off of exposure therapy to a certain degree, but just subtly exposing yourself to more and more. Because I mean, listen, this isn't a terrible problem to have, but if it is really causing you this much stress and um, splurging a bit, can really help you to open up that that, that a little bit. But obviously, you don't want to go the other way either. You don't want to go the other way where you're just constantly splurging. You're always eating out. You're all, you know, that doesn't really, you know, that's not, that is sustainable for some people, but um, it might not be sustainable for your lifestyle. So anyway, let's go to the next post here. Addicted to everything. Can anyone recommend a self-help book or offer insight into why I behave the way I do? Basically, as the title suggests, I have a very addictive personality and do every anything to excess. If I open a bottle of wine, I'll end up having two plus. I can't have one bar of chocolate. I'll have three. The same with smoking and co- codeine painkillers. I'm sick to death because of... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sick to death of being me. So, very, very good question. Um, but for me, I would say... So here, here's the one thing that we can link to a lot of these addiction. A lot of them. I'm not going to say all of them because um, I don't want to, you know, dig myself into a hole here. But I think a lot of the things that addiction tends to address happens to be in the reward center of our minds. And that's, in my opinion, that's why we have so many male addicts. Obviously, we have a lot of female addicts as well. Uh, but males seem to be specifically really like they get really addicted real, real easily. Um, and, you know, when we're trying to get to that reward center, a lot of times you have to work for it. Right. When you get a pay, when you sorry, excuse me, when you get a paycheck uh, at the end of a two week work cycle. Right. That and now it's like, OK, now I can spend spend a lot of money. Maybe I can buy this. Maybe I can buy that. Um, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so when you're, when you're working hard and you're, you know, you're working, it, it gives you something to, you know, that reward center, that dopamine, so to speak. No, not so to speak. That is what it is. A dopamine response is there to let you know that you're rewarded, right? It's, uh, I guess, evolutionarily speaking, I would probably, compare it to maybe like when you get a kill, right? Like you, you're hunting and you get a kill. Um, you know, that hunt could have, be go- could have been going for hours, days, maybe, you know, maybe you've been starving for weeks and now you finally get the kill. Um, there's a reward center in your brain where it's like, oh, I can finally relax. I feel great. Um, and I think a lot of us try and find the shortcut, right? We're trying to find the shortcut to the, uh, to the thing, to the, the, the reward center. Uh, now I think uh, we don't really see that with some people, excuse me, because they do this, they, they, um, they, what do you, what would you say? Um, they put those two together. So they put the hard work in and then they put the reward in, but the reward is, um, has to be like relative to the hard work. Um, or else you can go into excess. Now, the problem is sometimes people work really, really hard and they they play way too hard with drugs. And so uh, things can go pretty pretty bad. That's why I see uh, sometimes managers or, or assistant managers sometimes can end up getting into really heavy drugs. Um, so, you know, at least for me, I find that a lot of times people with addictive personalities 
uh, they're just so addicted to the rewards. They're addicted to uh, what's what is Bert Kreischer called? Uh, treats, right? You know, Bert Kreischer is this comedian, and I remember he was talking to Dr. Drew one time, and he was like, "Yeah, I gotta have treats. I, you know, everything's like, you know, everything's a little treat, you know, that kind of stuff." So like he, you know, he has sex. It's that's a treat, you know, all that. He, he's surrounded by treats, basically. In other words, what what do we what do we give dogs? Um, what do we give dogs whenever they they listen to us, right? They, we give them a treat. We give them a reward, um, and that seems to be what addiction kind of is. Obviously, I'm very I'm simplifying it a lot. There's a lot more to it, um, but I think a lot of times it's us trying to skip the hard work, the pain, the suffering of getting to the reward uh, of and just you know sparking up a bowl or just drinking, you know, popping uh, popping open a bottle of wine. Um, we're trying to just bypass the hard and the hard work and all that kind of stuff. And then just getting there. Um, I'm kind of wired this way too, you know, if I, and that, that's why I like to be busy because immediately my brain goes to, well, I mean, listen, we're here anyway. You know, there's, you know, it's right there. Why, why can't we have it? You know, that that's just the way my brain works, you know, and I'm sure that's probably how um, a lot of people who are addicted uh, feel, right. They, they, they feel that, uh, uh, they feel that they uh, that they you know can just have it. Right? It's like oh yeah, I can just have it, right? Whereas other people might be like oh you know I got work today or anything like that, right? That that wasn't how I smoked weed, right? When I smoked weed, it's there. Uh, I'm gonna do it. Oh, I have work. Oh well, I'm just gonna do it before work, right? Like <laughs> it doesn't matter, right? Um, you know, I've gone to I've gone to work drunk before. I've gone to work high before. You know, and going to work both at one point um because i wanted my reward before i put in the work um and listen even though i'm talking about like people who reward themselves after hard work it still doesn't mean it's always appropriate uh to use those things as a reward i'm just trying to say that they they so there are some people like you know i know people who can literally have a beer um you know maybe they, they go out they, they'll have like a a mixed drink or something like that with with a with a meal or something like that um you know and it's like oh that's all they're gonna drink right whereas me i'm the one that's gonna order like five amfs have five, uh, seven ipas afterwards and perhaps have some shots uh that was by the way that is a real night i did do that one time and i spent a lot of money uh buying other people's drinks but either way um you know when we're talking about addiction and you're talking about being addicted to everything Try finding something, and this is where the keeping busy part uh, comes back into play. You got to try and stay busy. Um, try staying busy. Try work. Try, try to find something that will keep your mind occupied. Um, try and do something like more phys like physical, physically demanding. I know a lot of people don't like manual labor jobs, but I'll tell you what. Like uh, you know, if you get into like something like forklifting or anything like that, I mean, listen to me. I I only. I definitely do a lot of lifting at work, but I mean, half, more than half of the time, it's just me bringing down pallets with a machine. So I'm ma basically making a machine do all the work for me. But anyway, just a little, you know, uh, tip for anybody out there. Uh, let's try, let's do one more here. Um, let me try.
Okay, uh, let's see. Porn addiction. I hate to admit it, but this is the first step, I guess, to changing it. Uh, but as the title states, I believe I have an addiction to porn. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I, if it isn't uh, music or bass, ma uh, masturbating is my go-to for a high touch or of dopamine. I can rarely do it without watching porn as well. Lately, I've realized I've been watching porn just for the hell of it. Even making a whole new account on Twitter just to follow a bunch of porn accounts. I have a girlfriend. Oh, and me and her have a healthy sexual relationship, but I don't want it to get to a point where I only get turned on by porn or set unrealistic expectations. It helps me a lot because I, I am more stressed than usual lately, so I think my body got really accustomed to, be, to the feeling since I did it even at my lowest points. Any tips to try and resist the urge and cut down on it? Be honest as well, because I do want to change this. If I have to stop it for a long time, then so be it. Um, you can... You can try and stop. This is what I started to do was I just started to add more things to my account. So this is why I got the full-time job uh, to kind of give myself something to do. Now, do I still watch it? Absolutely. But it's not nearly as much as I was at one point. Like back in the day, I was watching it like every single day. Now it's maybe like once, once a week, twice a week or something like that. Not nearly as much. Uh, but what I would say is to maybe try and schedule them. Full. So let's say your work week is Tuesday through Saturday or whatever your work week is. Um, try and get them, try and get get those whatever sessions in um, on those days, on Saturday, or so, what is it, Sunday and Monday, right? Uh, but I would say this, if you are in a relationship, I don't like the idea of somebody using porn in a relationship. I, I don't. I don't know what it is about it, but it does. It, it I don't think it cultivates. Um, I don't think it it's it tells a good story of the relationship if somebody has to go to porn. This is just my assumption, right? Obviously, there are people out there who are able to do that, and that's fantastic. I'm I'm happy for you. Uh, but I just don't think, you know, I've done it before, and I, I can tell you this much: I did I did actually get to this point where my body just got too too used to it to the point where I only got turned on with with porn. So. Uh, might be something to look into. Uh, like I said, try and listen. If you want to, you know, try and try and um, simply like let's say you're doing it every day. Try and hold off one, uh, one to two days, and then you can go back. Then one to two days, and then you can go back. Then you can eventually make it three days, two to three days. Then you can make it eventually make it three to four days, right? Because sometimes people, you know, listen, a lot of us have been doing this since we were we were teenagers. Can you really expect to just stop cold turkey? Maybe. Maybe is there are some people who absolutely can, but there are gonna be a lot of people who just who need to just cut back a little bit, right? Um, and then event can eventually get past that. So, you know, best of luck to you. I really hope that it uh, works out for you. And you know. Um, this might also be something to uh, also, I, I was just going to say this, this is also another red flag is the fact that you're just watching it for fun. Um, that that's that, that for me is a big no go. I knew a lot of people who did this uh, and I always found it really strange. Like I, I, I used to work with people who would just like, you know, they'd be in in the stall, you know, doing their business. And then like they'd be like, oh, yeah, I just watched this girl get railed. It's like, what? You were watching that while you were while you were doing that? He's like, yeah, 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 it, yeah it's pretty normal, dude. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I've definitely met people like that. So um, best of luck to you. Uh, best of luck to all of these people. Uh, remember, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the info box down below. Also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.